Celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, Central Coast, I know I'd be a liar. Hey! Hey, there we go. Come on, Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. I like how you fit it in there, Greg. Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try to set the night on. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Yeah. It's fall. Feeling the fall in the mornings. But this is my favorite time of year because I like the chill. I like the chill at night, too, when you get a nice chill at night. Get it out. Huh? Get it out. I hate it. You don't like the chill? Yeah. Get out! Get out in the name of Jesus! Bring back summer. No, sorry, buddy. You got a long ways to go. Long ways to go. We're we're hanging on to it. Hey, at least until like Thursday, we're still hanging on to it in North County, at least. So. We got that going. Well, you got the heat during the day, but it gets chilly at night. You're right. You're getting it's going to. I know. I had to. I had to break out the damn the thing, the thing, uh, the the solar cover for the pool because it gets so cold at night that it brings the temperature down of the pool so much. And the problem is that thing has been sitting on the side of the house all summer long, and ten straight days of 105 degree heat. That thing has been baking in that sun, and it has degraded to a fine cheesecloth. Why don't you keep it in the garage? God. Because I don't have any room in my garage. I can't imagine those things are cheap, though. They're 100 bucks, and I've had it for two seasons, so it's about $50 a year. Okay. But the... uh, you know, it's it's just the cost of doing business, I guess, on that one. So I have to get a new one in the off-season, probably... Probably should get one soon, but I could let it. I could let it degrade in the pool. I like how you can have a nice pool. hot day, and then you get to have a fire at night, and you can you know get your Patagonia on and sit around the fire and have a beverage. No, I don't live in California for sitting around the fire and having a beverage with Patagonia on. Maybe I need to move to a warmer part of California. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it only just San Diego? And I've been in San Diego when it's downright cold too. And I'm thinking, man, this sucks. This is San Diego, man. It's, yes, <laughs> it's still we still get, it still gets Here. cold, man. It still gets cold. I don't understand why you're like having a hard time with this. It's just part of life. It gets cold, and then you got it's cold in Florida. I like to get I like cold. I like to get uh, all bundled up and then drink some hot coffee. It's good stuff. No, it's a lot of effort. T-shirt, shorts, all the time takes a lot of the burdens out of your life you know how much i would do laundry when i lived in a cold weather climate all the time do laundry all the time clothes get wet and dirty it's sweaty because you're you're wearing five layers even though it's 10 degrees outside you still have to wear the five layers because it's 10 degrees outside okay it's not but it's never going to be 10 degrees outside i mean chances are yeah i mean it's going to get down into the 50s yeah, like that's 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 fall. I love fall. Fall is my favorite. Time I'm not happy about warm fall. days, cold nights. My wife loves the fall. I can't stand the fall. Oh, it's great. Leaves we are turning. We have a fight. We fight over the seasons right yeah. now. 
we're fighting over the seasons. I'm like, haha, mid nineties this week, huh? What do you think about your fall now? Huh? <laughs> does she like rain? She probably does. Everybody likes rain in California. No, she doesn't. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like rain too. And actually when it rains here, it warms up a little bit, you know, it's not like it's going to yeah. be cold rain. It's usually, it, yeah. it actually warms kind up of a, a tropic bit thing comes in. Yeah. It gives you a blanket of uh, of clouds to keep the temperatures up. And I like the rain because I like to have a green lawn and I like trees to grow and I like to uh, have a minimal fire, uh, you know, possibility. So, yeah, I, 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 I do not like that. Hey, coming up, um, what I do like is uh, the KZOZ SurfNet Communications poll question. I've got a good one for you. It has to do with getting overpaid by your employer. Okay, but to say you get overpaid by your employer, and your employer is like, "Oh my God, we made a mistake. We're gonna need some of that money back." This happened at a plant in Ohio. It's a Honda plant. The uh, people at Honda gave uh, bonuses to the workers at the plant, and in some instances, they gave hundreds of dollars too much in bonuses to these people now they are getting back to the people that they gave too much money to and they're like hey we accidentally gave you too much money we're gonna need you to pay back some of that money <laughs> in fact the much the, the amount that we overpaid you and then, like i said there's several hundreds of dollars in, in some instances should the company at that point say bonus. we're just going to dock your paid you know we'll recoup it that way or, or well know. that's that's what the, that's what part of the uh, the process is now. Their best move from a public relations standpoint and a human relations standpoint is to give the employees an option to pay it back. Okay. Now you, I think you you do one of the smartest things I've ever heard of, and that's whenever the government sends you a check for their vote, you hold on to that money because you know that they're the government <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ask for it back. <laughs> And sometimes they don't just ask for you back. They just change the tax code yeah, and then yeah. they force you to give it back. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, I think the uh, $1,000.50 payment for a voting a Democrat is coming up here very soon, uh, depending on your situation in the state of California. Uh, but um, Honda, in this instance, is giving them the option of going your route, and that is paying the lump sum back. Or um, you can have the amount deducted from your future paychecks, or you can have it removed from future bonuses. I would go the bonuses route because who knows if we're going to be getting bonuses anymore with uh, inflation and, 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 and a recession. Who knows? That might be the last of the bonuses. So go ahead. Take it out of my bonuses. Yeah, take it out of my fake <laughs> right bonus. Ahead. Take it out of my fake bonus. <clears throat> and then, you know, and then, you know, you know how bad you are at calculating that anyways. So the, uh, the question is, is if your job gave you a bonus but mistakenly gave you too much, would you give the overage back to them? Now, they are within the legal rights of the law to find a way to get that back. There's got to be a time um, uh, frame, though, right? Like, it should be 30 days. If they can't figure out that they overdid it in 30 like, if they come back to you at the end of the year and go, hey, guess what? We overpaid you. No. That's not fair. You know what? I'm sorry. That's the cost of doing business. Do better. Do better. Well, I mean, I think in this instance, I mean, you're talking about, it, and I hate to sound like a Bernie Sanders on this, 
But you're a multi-million dollar corporation. It's one of the biggest brands in the world, okay? Yeah, in this situation, for overpaid, sure. You've overpaid 15 to 20 people. I don't know what the number is, but it, the, the report makes it sound like their losses are in the less than $10,000, right? And uh, in that instance, and especially because it's hard to f- keep good workers around, right? These are good workers. You gave them a bonus, so they must be doing their job. Why wouldn't you just say, all right, well, it's a mistake on our part. We won't do it again. Or figure out a way yourself to make sure that you're taking it out of future bonuses. Okay. So you get them, you give them a bonus. You're like, oh, well, you know, uh, earnings weren't that well. You know, here's your bonus. This is what it is. You know, then you could have recouped the losses, but then you had to go out and say something about it and say, oh, you know what? We're going to need that money back. It's not like you're living paycheck to paycheck if you're on You know, you're like, oh man, dude, remember that? Remember that thousand dollars I borrowed you, Jeremy, because you um, you wanted to get something done on your boat and you didn't have the money at that time. Uh, I talked to my wife last night and uh, she said hey, we need that money for something we need at the house. Could you give that money back to me? I mean, that's what kind of Hondas do. Oh yeah, no, in totally. this instance. And maybe it should. The company should have to. You know, it was their mistake. They're going to have to sit on yes. this a little bit. So, all right, you can take fifty dollars out of every one of my paychecks. Until this money is paid back, pretext obviously. Even then, pre-tax. figure out a way. Figure out a way to do it so you're not alienating the employees. Because now you've alienated the employees, and now they're probably like, "Screw you! I'm going to go work for Nissan. I'm going to go work for Toyota." Before you get a chance to get that money back, and yes. I'm going to work for an on, a, a dishonest company. If it was enough, <laughs> company. What are they going to do? How do they get it back now? You don't even work for them. Uh, your thoughts are always welcome on yeah, the 805 exactly. beer text lines, 805-543-3693. Call or text on that line. Text line's open right now. And our poll question, vote, kzoz.com. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Let me ask you a question. Is it socially acceptable to blow your nose in public? I know you carry a handkerchief with you. I was at a restaurant recently. I remember when I was sick right before. I was sick for weeks. Couldn't stop blowing my nose. I was at a restaurant. And the first time I had to blow my nose, I got up from the table. I went into the bathroom. I blew my nose. But, man, I was in this situation where I had to blow my nose every 10 minutes. So then finally... I get back to the table and I'm eating and now my food's there and I got oh, I don't want to go back to the bathroom again. It's all the way over there, up these stairs. So I just grabbed a, an extra napkin and there was a little napkin container on the table. It was like one of those places. It wasn't like a fancy place. Anyways, I took it and I just very quietly put my nose, head down and blew my nose. Nobody really said anything. And then I looked up and the people next to me, there was a woman. She had red hair, and she was looking at me. She just looked at me. She didn't shake her head, but I knew she was judging me, and I was like, okay, well, sorry, dude. It wasn't like I was loud. I didn't think my wife, who was sitting across from me, even noticed I did it. Here's where I stand on it, okay? I, I, I should think not, and when you have to do it, sometimes you have to do it right away, but I always make my 
best effort to go somewhere to do it, like go to the bathroom or go outside if I'm inside of a, re a restaurant or a building where I'm going to be spending a lot of time with those people inside. What about a now, sneeze? You a can't festival, control a sneeze. And a lot of times after a sneeze, you, you need to blow your nose. Yeah, yeah, which brings it on. Um, yeah, I, 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 I sit there and I go <sniffs> until I can get to a place where I, I need to blow it, to be honest with you. Um, away from people because I know that it is off. I view it as off putting when somebody does it in front of me. I'm like, you have to do that right here. You couldn't go. You couldn't go outside. Or you couldn't go into a bathroom to do that. I mean, you have the ability to suck stuff. Is back it any up different than nose. breastfeeding a baby in a restaurant? Blowing your nose. You mean, is it any different? Is it socially uh, yeah, acceptable? To if it's not socially acceptable to blow your nose in a restaurant, but it's socially acceptable to breastfeed a baby in a restaurant at a table. Well, I think it's much different. I think it's apples and oranges. Really? I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Both the of same them have a cloth over the. You know, the baby has a cloth over its head. I have a cloth over my nose. Very similar. Yeah, but it's not coming out with force around for everybody else I, around there. I can be very gentle when I blow my nose. Well, then, if that's the case, then it's not as bad. If you can go. And do it, but when you're like, when you got to get it out, you're like, then that, that that's that's a little that's a little gross. What's worse, texting and driving, or blowing your nose in a restaurant? Texting and driving. 100%. What's worse, uh, beauty pageants for little kids like under ten, or blowing your beauty nose pa in beauty, beauty pageants for little kids? Definitely coming to work sick, or blowing your nose in a restaurant. What's worse, blowing your nose in a restaurant. Than going to work sick and getting your coworkers yeah, sick. Cares. People get sick all the time. The greatest thing in life You're is to get sick. such a narcissist. You only care about yourself. Because once you, get, once you get sick, you have the antibodies built up to not get sick from that, <laughs> that okay, here's illness one. again. Speakerphone in public at a restaurant, at the table. You're talking to somebody on the phone, and it's on speaker. Blowing nose. Or blowing your nose. Blowing nose. Blowing your nose is quick. I can't stand it. Yeah, no, that's fine. A speakerphone on a restaurant, it, like, like I, that is that is highly annoying. Like, why is everybody oh, got to hear your conversation? That's what I'm saying. Blowing your nose is okay. Then you're not saying it's worse. I was asking you what's worse. Yes, I'm saying blowing your nose is way worse. Is way better. So the ones the breastfeeding is more acceptable. Okay. Um, going to work some sick. Of the other ones going to work sick is more acceptable. You said. Yes. Okay. Then blowing your nose in a restaurant, beauty pageant mm -hmm. for kids is not. You think that's that's a nose blow. Um, texting and driving, you said, is worse than blowing your nose in a yeah. restaurant. So blowing your nose in a restaurant. What else did I ask and you? And that could be your excuse. You, you, you like when everybody stops to look at you because you're disgusting. You're like, hey, at least I'm not texting and driving. 805-543-3693. Always love to get your thoughts on what we're talking about because it's normally ridiculous. Um, two questions for you. Number one, you can answer the question of what I just said. Is blowing your nose in a restaurant acceptable? Uh, and number two, is there certain other socially unaccepted or accepted behaviors that drive you nuts? How about this one? this one? This one's the closest to each other, okay? Farting or blowing your nose in a restaurant. Blowing your nose, there's no smell to it. God, farting is disgusting. Yeah, I agree. And it comes out I agree. Of your ass. I agree. I would rather. I would rather somebody <laughs> blow their nose than farting. Careful, you don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on ninety three point three KZOZ. 
All right, I want you to think about the worst toilet that you've been to. All right, just think about that for a minute. No the worst, fun. the worst bathroom you've ever been inside. Uh, there's a guy. He's a British dude. He's a blogger. He visited 91 countries. He's 58 year old dude. Um, he traveled 75,000 miles to find the worst toilet. This is, you know, got hey, it, by the way. this I is got the toilet. You got the toilet. I've got a couple yeah. in mind. Um, it was in Pakistan, and it was just, uh, you know, four sticks with uh, a sheet that was all ripped up on one side. And uh, a little min, a uh, little like maybe it's, it looks kind of like a little aluminum piece of uh, metal that kind of went over the top, and uh, it was a hole in the ground, and that's where people mm-hmm. went to the bathroom. That's pretty bad. And Can I'm you sure imagine I, having to sit down to do number two. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, think I, know that do. I don't think you do. I don't think you said. I think you do this. Have you ever dug a hole? Have you ever gone camping and dug a hole? You have, right? Yeah, it's not very good though. I'm not very good at you it. You have to take your pants no. off. Is a I think is a anybody. You can wear them around your ankles, but it's much easier to take your pants off. And then you can do what your colon was designed for. Let me show you here. As I squat down, and you squat down mm. like this. See, you don't have to show me. And then, well, now you can can you can you envision me taking a deuce? And you do this? No, I get it. I get it. And, and they it's make a very comfortable for position. Us. Yeah, I know. They make they make products like this, like a step stool to get your knees up because oh, it helps the, out with the uh, process. Yeah, the yeah. What was squatty? that called? The potty squatty. The squatty potty. The squatty yeah. potty. Yeah, I think squatty they sold it at whatever. Costco for a minute. <laughs> I almost got one. I'm not going to leave. Yeah. I've been to somebody's house that has one. And you just look at that thing, and you, I don't know. You just see like germs. I mean, it look it was clean looking, but you just think, ah, there's you know something what else in the bathroom. For. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, just yeah. <laughs> and then you can just picture the person that bought it sitting there on the gross. throne with their feet up, and you're like, oh, these are visualizations I do not want. So I decided yeah, not to get right. one. You're absolutely 100 percent right on that one. You're like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I've always wanted to try one, but I don't know. I don't know. Jeremy's feet have been on that one. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, yeah. Do you want to know mine? I want to know if we have a match. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, and now let's not let's not be unfair to our. Let's not say it's our work bathroom because it's much no, nicer. God, no. Much nicer. They remodeled the whole thing. Great. It was really nice. Yeah, the work bathroom's nice. Even before it was, it was not as bad as you make it sound. It was pretty bad, but times at um, times though. not as bad as this one. The bathroom at the Mission Plaza. In downtown San Luis Obispo. It's the one that's between the performance area for concerts in the plaza and uh, the art museum. Do you know which one I'm talking about? It's got, it's, it looks kind of cool from the outside because it's got that mission styling to it and it's got the terracotta roof tiles. No, on it I don't think I've used this one. It says restrooms. I'm thinking oh of the one that's gosh. over by Broad Street, where Broad Street is on Broad Street. Is that the one you're talking about over there, right above the creek? It's got the men and the women. It is. It's, 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 yes, that's, on, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it, it, I mean, yeah, the I south side? Is that the south side entrance? Yeah, it's on. Is it on Broad? What is that street? It's called? Broad. It winds yeah. around there. Yes. Broad turns right there and it goes, yeah. Yeah, right behind, back behind kind of sidecar and, and all that. Yes, that one. It's right so there. bad. That bathroom is so bad that they bring in porta potties for really? the concerts in the plaza. And anytime they have an event in the Mission Plaza, and I know it's because they need to handle the capacity. But if you've ever gone to that when they don't have the porta potties out, oh my word, it is it is it is not a place to go. Yeah, like hey, you guys, it is it is not good news. I mean, part of the part of the problem is you know, the, there's 
people using it all the time too there was old bathrooms down at the pismo pier that were really bad back in the day but the one that's going to get the vote for me and I oh, they're nice now i haven't been into this bar in four years so four years ago the last time i went into this bar and every time i used to go there and use this bathroom it just rinked of piss what else is it supposed to smell like i don't i've been to plenty of men's bathrooms that don't smell like piss I mean, it just smelled, it always smelled a piss. And here's the thing, looking at the bathroom, it looks very clean. There's not a bunch, there's nobody's putting toilet paper or towels on the ground. They seem to do a really nice job of, you know, making sure all of the hand towels and that people, you know, dry their hands with. I don't know if people wash their hands there or not, which is gross because everybody's touching the microphone during karaoke, but whatever. Um, I, there was never, you know, any garbage or anything. Like, from that aspect, it looked, but every time you walked in there, and I've been to other places, just stunk like urine. And maybe maybe I, you can't get that smell out. 805-543-3693. Worst bathroom you've been in in San Luis, anywhere around, you know. It, if it could be here, that would be great. It could be Santa Maria all the way to Paso Robles. 805-543-3693. We've done best bathroom. We stopped. Everybody loves the we Madonna stopped. waterfall for the guy's bathroom. But what's the worst, stinkiest bathroom you've ever been in? It's got to I, I think the Mission one's got to take the cake. But, I mean, maybe there's other ones. Maybe there's other parks I don't go to, you know. There's other things I don't frequent that have equally as bad bathrooms. Yeah. Here comes Dumbass of the Day, brought to you by California Diesel and RV. Now, they work on diesel, folks. If you've got to pick up a truck and an RV, a fleet of vehicles, uh, they can help you out. They're 1189 Pike Lane in Oceano, and they're online at CaliforniaDieselAndRV.com. How pathetic can some people be? People always assume I'm a bleeding heart liberal. What? I'm conservative on almost all the key issues. I hate the poor. I've said that forever. We need help. Yeah, we've heard. <laughs> and some of you know I have a charity, but I did that for tax purposes. <laughs> if you're not familiar with it, it's called Fabrizing the Homeless. No, it's not what some of you think. What I do, I go around and I Febreze homeless people. Is that what you thought it was? Well, this isn't a game show. It's nice. Who would you give a dollar to? The guy that smells like liquid garbage or ocean breeze? <laughs> it's a no-brainer. You're going to make it rain on number two. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Well, the homeless policies of West Coast cities are, have really got them in a bind because now it's opening them up to lawsuits. Here's uh, reporter Dan Springer on uh, a lawsuit that's taking place in Portland. Streets of Portland is tough enough for people who are completely mobile, but if you are in a wheelchair or use a walker to get around, it can be, be almost impossible in many parts of the city. We saw it firsthand as this woman was headed to her bank but had to make a U-turn in her electric scooter because the sidewalk was blocked by homeless tents. A federal So the wheelchairs and the walkers can't negotiate the sidewalks. Their options would be to go out into the street with traffic or make a U-turn and try to figure out another way to get to your destination. Because in Portland and in San Francisco and in Los Angeles and likely Seattle as well. Oh, in Seattle, it's worse. They are allowing people to set up their tents right there on the sidewalks 
of uh, the areas in which people need to get to. Well, now there's a class action lawsuit filed on behalf of people with disabilities in this country that they are not making the city's policies are not making the sidewalks accessible with their policy of letting people just live right there in a tent on the on the sidewalk because you can't get around them right you can't get around those people so you got to put the pressure on the city to do something about it right yeah and this is how you do it and maybe this is i mean i i don't know i i don't think that the city's necessarily i mean i gotta think in my heart of hearts they don't want this they don't want tents on the sidewalk but they kind of just are like oh you know these people are down on their luck and uh, they're high on drugs that's the problem they can't get them to leave most of them are on drugs and they would rather be on that sidewalk in a tent than in a shelter because they can't do drugs and they can't bring drugs into a shelter and it's the problem this is a this is a major issue obviously and it's getting worse and worse and worse and it's getting now it's not just you know the coastal cities the big cities like the los angeles's and the portland's and the seattle's and the san francisco's but now it's creeping into smaller towns and you're starting yeah to i see saw that gilroy well. not not that it's happening on the on the sidewalks of downtown gilroy but uh definitely uh near the freeway yeah um in gilroy. san jose Man, i was they have like full-on like camps and uh, I was reading I was a, a story out of uh, an Eastern Washington town, Spokane, uh, which is a pretty big city. But they went and put chain link fences underneath all the overpasses and uh, you know areas where homeless people can conjugate. So they, it's all fenced mm-hmm. off; they can't get in there. So now uh, they're dealing with other issues because they're dealing with you know them going just out of town, and, but. It, it's uh, it's sad because these are humans. These are people, and they deserve to be helped. But you know, if you can't help yourself, as I don't do know. the people that have a wheelchair, that is their main right. form of mobility. Oh no! Exactly. And they're like, no. uh, imagine turning the corner, going three blocks, and thinking, "Oh man, all I had to do was go another half a block, but now I got to go back down right. from where I came from, and I got to try to." Try to find another gap in the offensive line. Or these people that pay <laughs> I mean, it's- high dollar to, you know, buy this, you know, townhome or apartment or house in the city, you know, and now their property value has gone to crap because you've got, you know, needles and drugs and, and violence and theft and garbage and homeless people all uh, camping right out in front of your uh, your front yard. I saw a picture in Portland. I don't know if this is near the area you're talking about, but here was a guy's house, and he had this beautiful yard, and his big brick house was kind of built up from the sidewalk a little bit, and then there was, you know, six tents right in front of his, his uh, mm-hmm. below the bulkhead of his where his yard was down on the sidewalk. And... <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, it's like a park-like setting. Yeah, Quit being such a good landscaper then, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah where would you want to live? For free. <laughs> On a sidewalk with a beautiful yard behind you? Oh, that yard looks nice. I think we're going to set up shop right there. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's make it work. Yeah, um, they didn't think this through, and now uh, now disabled people are are experiencing you know the the hardships of of the overall situation, and you've got to you got to do something to change your policies. And and I don't. I don't have the answers. I don't know what that is, but it's never a good idea just to let people 
live on the sidewalks for a multitude of reasons. But now this might be a valid reason to eradicate that behavior because you're getting sued, Portland. And I guarantee you, Seattle, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, you're you're next on the docket. Oh, yeah. No. When it comes to Maybe this, this lawsuit. Force the hand to do something yeah. to get rid of these yeah, issues. Because it's destroying so Congratulations the to the politicians in uh, the progressive city of Portland, Oregon. Um, I could still call it Oregon, right? Do whatever you want. It's gone. It's, it's gone. Makes more sense. Congratulations. You're Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.